hello there, and welcome to a podcast of things we did on the radio happening after the results of the American midterm thing happened. However, I mean, one thing I've noticed is that even though there's no Ofcom um, requirements for a podcast, and certainly no Ofcom requirements for balance when it comes to a foreign country's uh, political situation, if you do a Trump joke, some right-wingers don't have to get, complain- get all complaining about it. Oh, some people get butt hurt. So on the show, we didn't really do those. Although if you do enjoy political analysis, check out Comic Solving Problems with me and uh, Eric McElroy, who's an expert on American politicky things. And so you can track that down on YouTube. Um, and I just looked away. I thought someone was coming in the door then. I was about to have to pull my trousers up. However, uh, this is a podcast of things we did on the radio earlier today. Welcome along to this here radio show. How are you doing? Look, it's the day when we know the results of the midterms in America, but we're not going to touch that. We're not going to touch that. Also in the news that we're not going to touch, there's a headline, Coca-Cola Christmas Truck Tour 2022 confirmed, meaning holidays are coming. You can back off, mate. It's 9th of November. Wait up, back it up, back it up with your truck. Um, so we're not going to be mentioning Christmas too much. If we start now, it's, it should be a sprint, not a marathon, shouldn't it? And they've probably taken those out of the box of celebrations too. What are we talking about? Oh yeah, so on the well, actually on the show today, there's a new story about job interviews, something that most people have been through. However, I haven't. It's one of those news stories that I can never relate to. I've never had a job interview for any job, which explains why I'm doing so badly. Um, aliens are in the news. Air fryers are in the news. Oh, Martin sent through a story which has light tickled me. We'll get details of that on the way. And if you've only just tuned into this show, well done, you've avoided it successfully till now. But it's a feature where, even though I don't watch Strictly Come Dancing, is it still called that? I talk about it because I know one of the comedians who's on it, and it kind of almost imbues me with a sense of more status than I deserve. And that's what I'm into. But then um, we had an email come through from Jane saying, am I going to be talking about I'm a celebrity? As if somehow now I'm the go-to advice giver when it comes to reality TV. And I thought no. Until I got a message from Martin who says that surely I must have rubbed shoulders with um, Sean Walsh. I didn't realise Sean Walsh was in the junk. Yeah, I'd gig with Sean Walsh loads. So I've looked in the papers and I've not made a jingle yet, but of course we're going to do. Um, I know one of the people in the jungle. Sean Walsh looks set to clash with rival campmates because he gets frustrated when he's hungry, it says in the papers here. 36-year-old comics expected to be a late entry into the show. Ah, oh, that's why I didn't know. Because ordinarily I got my finger on the pulse, haven't I? Um, it's been like to be a late entry on the show, but will be forced to live on a limited amount of food and is likely to make him hangry. Yeah, I mean, I suppose he... May, I've never known him not to be full of food, so maybe he does get hangry... He definitely gets hangover. So, he used to in the day, anyway. Um, I gigged with him. In fact, you know what? I'll save the story about me and him for the next time I do and I'm a celebrity, get me out of here, watch. Even though I don't watch it. But, oh, we've got a new feature, everybody. Even though we know we're not particularly talking about the midterms, do you not find that when you, when you hear the phrase, the Democrats might have lost the House, it just sounds more like they've got some sort of a betting problem? But anyway, we're not talking about that today. What we are talking about. In the papers, job interviewees need to show soft skills, according to an expert. Okay, but then what's a soft skill? Um, Empathy and a sense of humour. Wait a minute. Maybe I should, because here's the thing. I've never had a job interview for a job, ever. I've just never really worked in the kind of jobs where you need to have job interviews. I've done auditions. 
but you don't show soft skills in them. Um, a study of people involved in hiring workers revealed that 77% look for these soft skills more than technical attributes. And I think that says a lot, doesn't it? Because if you're hiring someone and you would rather them have a good sense of humour than technical skills, no wonder this country's on its knees. <laughs> yeah, we were going to hire this surgeon who really knows what he's doing, but if, this guy's got a great story. He once met Dudley Moore. Go on, tell us the story. Tell us the story. 63% of prospective employees often forget to show their human side in interviews and focus too much on skills. Whereas instead, you should go in there and... Uh, how was your journey? Oh, you never guess what happened on the way in. I was on the plane and, uh, you know, those kind of stories. Just turn up and do, like, the worst stand-up you can. Tell us a little bit about yourself. Oh, hi. Well, I'm Steve, and I don't know what's the deal with shortbread. Uh, if you want to improve bread, make long bread. It's more bread. Shortbread is less bread. If you think shortbread is better than bread, you don't like bread. That kind of American-style stand-up. See if that gets you a job. Um, anything interesting happened to you? I know that's the worst stand-up in the world, isn't it? The fact that I could even write that is probably a shame on my name. What's the deal with shortbread? And don't get me started on Tiffin. Um, what's the weirdest thing happened to you in job interviews? Tweet me, at Mr. Stephen Allen. John gets in touch and says, I went for a job interview, and the interviewer said, for this job, we need someone who is responsible. I replied, this job is perfect for me then, because in my last job, every time anything went wrong, they all said I was responsible. Yes! We've got another one. He sent another one through. Um, in my last in job interview, they asked, why do you actually want this job? And I replied, I've always been very passionate about not starving to death. I would say sad but true, which is true, definitely sad and accurate these days with the cost of living crisis, but all right. In fact, I've just realised we're talking about aliens and we need the alien music back. There we go. Oh, what's that alien news in the news? Yeah, there is. I'm glad you asked. Um, you know, we like to keep you up to date with what's happening in various pieces of alien news. The world economy would apparently collapse if UFO secrets held by the US government were released, it's been claimed. Stephen Bassett, a lobbyist in Washington, um, said that they know they just know too much technology. He believes that if their files were ever made public, it would confirm the existence of the UFOs, but also lead to uh, fossil fuels not being used anymore, which will collapse our economy. Oh, it'd save the planet, but you're right, it might collapse the economy. We wouldn't want the rich people to not be rich. So let's just keep breathing that smoke. Oh, yeah, cheers. Oh, thanks for that. Besides, I'm less worried about alien secrets coming out. I'm more worried about aliens trying to contact us because they do it via electromagnetic radiation, radio waves. And what happens if they pick randomly one day 107.5 megahertz? Well, I'd be sad here talking to myself then I don't know. static coming? Earthlings, we have been monitoring your radio broadcasts to learn about your species. Your Matt Hancock has said that the viewers of I'm a Celebrity will see the real him. But I thought ITV wanted people to watch. Hmm. Barely even here. So you wouldn't hear me. I don't know what you'd hear an alien say. I don't know, something about the news probably because they listen to our radio. But anyway, maybe we didn't need to worry about it too much. You can get in touch. Tweets to at Mr. Stephen Allen. A couple of uh, ones been sent through. Firstly, Martin's got a really good point. He says, has Gavin Williamson quit to join Matt Hancock in the jungle, perhaps? Hashtag I'm a celeb. Well, you know, I, I'm all about the I'm a celebrity coverage. Maybe you should, because he'd like the spiders, wouldn't he? 
But that's not my favourite one that he sent through. There is a story which has tickled me right up. Here's the headline, and I've got to be honest, you don't need more than the headline. Headline. Perth, as in the one in Scotland. Perth Museum naming poll chooses Perth Museum. So, look, we all know what happened back in the day when it was like, what would you like to call this boat? And the nation voted for Boaty McBoatface because we're funny like that, aren't we? Or at least we used to be. A couple of years ago, we had a sense of humour about us. You ask us to name something, we come up with a really silly one. But now, a new museum at Perth City Hall is to be called Perth Museum after 60% of people thought that that was the correct choice. What would you like to call this Perth Museum? Talk me through the basics. Well, it's a museum, yeah. Where is it? Oh, it's in Perth. All right. That's all I need to know. How about Perth Museum? I like it. With those kind of ideas, you'll go far. So, <laughs> so it just goes to show, we used to have a sense of humour, and we have fully lost it these days. We're talking about job interviews, because apparently we need soft skills in job interviews. Uh, weird things that happen to you. John says, I went for a job interview and they asked me if I can perform under pressure. And I say, yes, I can. I can also do a great version of Bohemian Rhapsody, too. Is what is another one from me, mate? I went for a job at a local taxi company. I turned up 20 minutes late and the bloke said, excellent, the job's yours. You're on the form today, mate. This probably could be filed under money-saving stuff, but we did so many of those yesterday. I'm making another show out of that. Uh, it's in the papers about air fryers. Have you heard about these air fryers? People seem to be obsessed with them. I never quite understood why, but demand for energy-efficient air fryers has rocketed by 3,000% in a year, according to research. These gadgets run at an average cost of £55.71 uh, per year, while an electric cooker costs you £335. Let's run through those stats again. 55 quid versus 335 quid. <gasps> I had no idea that they were so much more efficient and cheap. Oh, because electricity is... is mm. Here's the problem I've got with an air fryer, though. And I know I like my food too much and I'm carrying too much weight and all that. All the weight I lost for filming mash I've put back on. But I quite like fried food. So a fryer, I quite like fried chips. Oh, I love a bit of fried mushrooms, fried onions, fried eggs, fried break, bacon, fried sausages, all of that. But the one thing I don't fancy eating is fried air. So an air fryer. No, I think I'm fine, thanks. And that's your podcast done and dusted for another thing. How do you dust a podcast? Maybe I should stop using cliches and start making more sense. Um, So we, that's it. I know, we're looking around to see, did I keep something aside for, uh, for the podcasty version? I'm not sure if I did. Because we've done the thing about the thing. And then, uh, just Because I take pictures of stuff in the newspapers to see what we've... Uh, no, we've done all the material. Well, so we're done. And uh, until tomorrow's episode, goodbye. <laughs>